0: The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Let's get straight into it. A day of protests, a day of reaction, a day of incidents. So what it's all about, the reasonableness law, which passes the first reading. And as a result, we've had striking. oh Joining us now on the line, our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Great to have you on board.
1: Great to be here. I don't even know where to start. Indeed. I just had a report in... Uh, from the airport, this is from Channel 12, who are trying to cover protests at the the airport. It, It is believed that there are 10 Thousand protesters at the airport. Uh, they were um, allocated to Terminal 3. It looks like they are now moving through the Caldendorf area. Some have been inside the airport, confusing a lot wow. of arrivals who've wondered, you know, is this for me? What the hell have I arrived to? Right. Uh, but wow. a lot of concerns for the safety, uh, not just of protesters, but of journalists and people uh, around the airport. Area where there are protests taking place. Now, uh, at the moment, police are barring people um, from getting off the trains, uh, from coming out into the uh, in, into the airport. These are protests. Not anybody is trying to um, uh, get their flight or, or, or meet their flight, but uh, police now trying to prevent protesters, further protesters coming off the transport and trying to move. In existing protesters to another cordoned-off area nearby. So let's take a look at what has transpired today because it is a massive, massive news day. We go to uh, last night where the first reading of the overhaul of the reasonableness law has been passed. Now this is highly, highly controversial because effectively what the law does is it removes judicial scrutiny away from government officials. And and there are huge concerns, which is the reason that we are seeing such protests today, is that... Uh, what this could mean is that this could mean that there's no judicial, no judicial recourse for corrupt politicians. So there have been massive concerns uh, in the, the, the media today. We had 300 cyber uh, uh, warfare reservers say that if this continues to be passed, they will not, they will not serve their, their reserve duty. They said that this is the first step. In uh, transforming Israel into a corrupt, backward and weak state and, and that they cannot trust any sensitive cyber uh, information or, or, or security issues into the hands of some of our government officials. Now, this is the same rhetoric we've heard coming from many Israeli forces, the uh, uh, reserve pilot speaking to the commander of the IAF earlier today saying, we uh, signed up to serve the kingdom, not the king, uh, and protests all over the country today, and I must say that, you know, it is people's democratic right to to protest. What is not their right to do is to block roads, block access, and unfortunately we have seen this since early today. Mm. In Hudson which was one of the first sites of protest this morning, there were actually tents set up in, in an area. Police removed the tents, allowed people to protest, the roads were closed from early this morning, uh, on the 443 between Modi Inn and Jerusalem. The Tel Aviv, uh, Ayalon North and South, I mean, it sounds like I'm reading a traffic report for, for <laughs> Kaya there, was blocked okay. in uh, two, um, in, in, in two directions, north and south. The, uh, North Tel Aviv-Kakal interchange, that is the karen kayemet Israel interchange, also blocked, uh, protesters were handing out snacks to, to drivers. I mean, if you are going to do this, you better be prepared for the drivers. Uh, roads blocked in Netanya, in Haifa, a, a, and moving further down south. So, uh, uh, definitely not just a day of resilience built as, uh, built as such, uh, by some, but a day of Um, disruption as well. We've certainly seen massive disruptions. We've also seen the uh, police clashing with protesters in places like Tel Aviv. Now, there have been reports uh, that are being investigated of perhaps excessive uh, police force. Um, One example uh, caught on film was a protester being trampled by mounted police. We don't know the condition of this person, but uh, at the moment, um, a a, a very, very fluid situation, certainly not uh, static uh, concerns by the um, uh, Attorney General earlier today about protests being allowed at Ben-Gurion Airport. She said, you know, it is uh, it, it's a public area and people do have a, a right to, uh, to protest. But uh, we are watching the situation at uh, Ben-Gurion very, very carefully.
0: But, Rolin, during the course of the day, also, there have been reports of uh, injuries and, uh, you know, within these clashes and what have you. What, what is the status then, the status regarding arrests also?
1: At the moment we have an update on about 66 people have been arrested and these uh, have been clashes with various police and security. Benny Gantz, the leader of the National Unity Party, was at Kaplan where traditionally on a Saturday night these protests take place and he appealed to police not to use excessive force. He said, these are your brothers and sisters, don't Mm -hmm. use excessive force. Uh, you know, ensure that they are able to protest peacefully. There have been um, some reports of police grabbing protesters by the neck in and around Ben Gurion Airport. Uh, I can actually hear from where I am in Modiin. I can hear the protests along uh, the, okay. the the highway. No reports of any blockages, but yes, uh, a, a very very busy day. Uh, a, a very tense day, and uh and we, we're going to watch the situation very carefully as it unfolds for the rest of today. We also have uh some protesters in New York saying that they have equipped travellers to Israel with protest gear on the flights. I don't know what that protest gear would be other than a, an Israeli flag, but this is what they are saying now on Saturday at uh, night, the, uh, protesters in New York actually, um, uh, took a ferry to the Statue of Liberty and held a, a protest on, on the ferry. They wanted that muddy shot of the Statue of Liberty behind them. But, uh, yeah, uh, protests mirrored by other protests mm-hmm. around the world, but a, a day of like,
0: Indeed, uh, Rolene, yeah, uh, It looks. I don't like even it.
1: know what. I don't even know what to describe. <laughs> yes, as, I, I can tell uh, you.
0: Don't know where to where to pinpoint and what exactly to outline, but Rolene, I don't understand. Given the situation there transpiring at the moment, as you say, there's still some kind of activity on the ground. Let's see what story we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Let's just move on now to the Palestinian Authority threatening to sue Al Jazeera. Tell us about that.
1: Well, I'm not making this up. Mm-hmm. This was something I touched a little bit on yesterday. This is a report in from Khaled Abu um, Tuameh, who's probably uh, one of Israel's premier reporters. Uh, you don't get anybody more clued up on the Arab world and Palestinians in Israel than uh, Khaled Abu Tuameh. But he is reporting that the Palestinian Authority have allegedly threatened to take legal measures against Al Jazeera over what they call unbalanced coverage of Palestinian affairs, especially last week's military operation in Jenin. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, many of you will find it ironic because it's the same accusation we have against Al Jazeera that, mm. uh, you know, they're not yeah. balanced, they don't provide accurate uh, coverage, but the issue is that Al Jazeera journalists interviewed Palestinians about the military operation, and the, and the Palestinians were critical of the Palestinian Authority because they had effectively lost control over cities like Jenin, Nablus, and others, creating a vacuum for terror organizations to come in and it has disrupted the lives of ordinary Palestinians now this is um, this is Not unusual from the Palestinian Authority to to try and take uh, action against journalists or anybody who is critical of them. In fact, uh, journalists in operating under the Palestinian Authority are routinely arrested. Sometimes they have even been tortured. We've spoken, I think, on this show about the mysterious death in uh, Palestinian authority security forces custody of a Palestinian journalist over a, a year or so ago now Palestinian journalists in um, uh the Gaza strip have said that you know this is incitement against uh, Al Jazeera because they have a right to hear from Palestinians so uh, this is an extraordinary story one uh I would be interested to see if the mainstream media picked this up, is that the Palestinian Authority, liable for what happens under their remit in places like Jenin and Nablus, mm. are, are being held to account for not, um, for not allowing Palestinians the the, the right of Their free speech and to express their concerns.
0: (laughs) Rolin, okay, you said earlier on, I must uh, wrap up very quickly. You said earlier on, you're not giving a traffic report. I'm not certainly giving a sports report, but a big kudos up to my team, Orlando Pirates, saying no to BDS. Very quickly.
1: Yes, Orlando Pirates, under heavy pressure by BDS South Africa to cancel their friendly against Makabi Tel Aviv next week, have said no they stance is you know while we sympathize the empathize with the palestinians there is no official boycott policy against israel by fifa or the south african government and therefore we will be playing as usual and just a reminder to uh, bds south africa nothing has been a greater unifier between people in south africa
0: Indeed, Rolene, well, sport unifies. It's shown that many a time on the field. Rolene, we're going to have to wrap it up there. Certainly, we're going to have a lot more to talk about tomorrow. Please do take care, and uh, yeah, we'll chat tomorrow about how these protests develop until then. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel.